Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Boys and girls, welcome to episode 102 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, and as always, I am joined by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome back, everybody, for another week full of Pokemon goodness. You sound so joyful, Hoffer. Well, you know, it's it's Monday morning. Uh, Before before we do anything else, I need to give a shout-out to... All the small children that I know who apparently listen to this podcast. Thanks to my my nephew and apparently all the neighborhood kids. So, you know, thank you, assorted children under the age of 10 who listen to our podcast. Keep it clean, Christian. Keep it clean. I'm not the one who has, like, dropped the last on the show. Just for the record. This is a show by Pokemon fans for Pokemon fans. Uh, we go, we go, we talk about anything Pokemon related. It really, it's, uh, you, you will get a little bit of everything here, which is, uh, which, which is great because if you like the trading card game, we usually have some stuff there for you lately. It's been a bit. If you like the console games or the mobile games or whatever, there is something here for, uh, for you. Um, this week. We have a great show planned for you guys. We're going to sh- shake things up a little bit as far as how we normally do uh, some things in the show. Obviously, we'll start the show off with some news, and then uh, we'll we'll jump into just some some topics of interest of things that are, are happening uh, in in conversation. Uh, so let's start with the Pokemon anime. Sobble finally did it. It's only a matter of time. He evolved in Pokemon oh. Journeys. Woof. I thought we were going in a very different direction there for a second. What? Jim. He ditched to go to join Ash. That would have been the uh, that would have been a great situation, but unfortunately not the case. Uh, yeah, Sable has evolved in the uh, Pokemon anime in Japan. Obviously, uh, the episodes are far ahead of where we are here in America. Uh, so. Um, Sable has evolved. He unfortunately uh, just evolved into a Drizzle. He was really hoping to skip that step and go straight to Inteleon. Um, that did not happen, but uh, we can safely assume he will evolve into a t- Inteleon pretty soon. I mean, they're not they're, they're not going to waffle with this this mid form. I'm pretty sh- uh, pretty certain. But Go actually did have a nice moment with Sable. He finally actually talked to his Pokemon, which was you know strange to see because that never happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was it was pretty nice. I I, I did enjoy it. Uh, so um, yeah, Sable's now Drizzile. Basically, Go is just continuing to ride off the coattail of his Pokemon's doing whatever they want. So yeah. I, I do like the fact that they provided a um, in-character reason for this Pokemon's emo phase. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's upset that he is not an adult. Um, and so he is mopey. And I was like, oh, that actually is like the a very good way to introduce like emo Drizzile, which all Drizzile look emo. But mm-hmm. this, you know, provides some like... Um, post-canon character or not post-cam like um like after the fact uh characterization that you know uh just happens to fit in with that character design it 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 made me laugh i i i got a good chuckle out of that yeah i i I was just gonna say that 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 explanation that kind of in-universe explanation for drizzle really does suit um you know, because they've, they've kind of given that characterization already to, you know, how we had Score Bunny to, you know, Raboot to, to where we are now. Um, you know, wanting to just be super eager, super anxious, super energetic. That's kind of how that Pokemon is characterized. Now Sobble is kind of like the emo MySpace kid that, you know, we knew back in 2008. <laughs> and if you were born after 2008, just like look up emo MySpace pictures and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um 
But uh, I think it's a, a good thing that they kind of did that. I'm curious to see what kind of uh, characterization they'll give to Grookey as that Galarian starter kind of, you know, moves the moves toward through its evolutionary tree. So, I mean, he's, uh, he's, I mean, he's easily it. going to be, he's easily going to be like the, the fun party one. Oh, absolutely. He'll be like, yeah. Yeah, like shaking maracas and everything. So yeah, yeah, we will, we will definitely see. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's going to be, uh, that'll be, that, that'll be fun to see. So I guess how many, how many batches left do we think until we get here, I guess for, for Netflix, like two probably. So, so we're still kind of in the uh, confusion gray area about Netflix because the last, <laughs> oh, right. the last, because the batch, last episodes, right. Yeah, the last batch that they put out Netflix in their press release called them the final batch of episodes for Pokemon journey for Netflix in the U S. So currently we're just operating under the impression that Netflix will release a new batch of episodes with under like a different something. name, you know, just kind of right. like Pokemon journeys re-energized or something stupid like that. <laughs> uh, just, just as a way to kind of like remarket the situation. Um, so we haven't been told anything about that yet. So we're still kind of flying blind at this point. We kind of have no idea of when the next episodes will be coming to uh, the U S Netflix account, but in Japan, they're still going strong. We're still getting episode titles and synopses. So it doesn't look like there's any kind of winding down of this anime yet overseas. So as far as the States go, we're still kind of learning. Yeah. Well, you know, they still have to, you know, I, I think that the next big step, for the anime and we won't find this out until late summer probably is um when the diamond and pearl uh stuff starts to ramp up uh how ash and um you know how how, how the series kind of handles that because you know the games are going to be spending 20 you know late 2021 and 2022 in the Sinnoh region um so um, it'll be interesting to see how they handle all of that because the last time we did a, um, you know, the last time we had a remake game, uh, you know, they basically didn't address it really mm. at all. And X and Y kind of had the side stuff, um, yeah. you know, uh, and, and that was literally it. Like they, they had like, they had a couple of specials where they're like, oh yes, Groudon and Kyogre have, uh, primal evolutions now. Mm-hmm. And then they gave it a thumbs up, and that was then. Then that main character showed up to go and beat up Ash, and one of the stupidest finales of a uh, Pokemon League um, that I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. It was awful, just the worst. Yeah, I mean, I assume if anything, we will probably end up having maybe some like Sinnoh adjacent stories, but it's not going to like delve into the actual like remakes themselves. Or alternatively, they do something like, uh, you know, Twilight Wings, where they do like a little, you know, OVA or maybe four episode miniseries just to like dabble into that world. But I think if Pokemon uh, Company is going to save its budget for any kind of OVA, anything like that, they're going to save it for, you know, Legends. So they can kind of focus on like the RCS period, you know, ancient kind of Pokemon stuff. So we'll see. I'll be interested. I don't think they're going to do anything really big for it at all, but, you know, they could surprise us. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's move to uh, Pokemon Go Sustainability Week. Yep, it starts. Happening. It starts next. Uh, it starts tomorrow, I believe. Tomorrow. Um, if I if I am remembering stuff, give me a second. I can pull it up on the <laughs> internet that we are hooked up to. Um, so th- the interesting thing with uh, the sustainability campaign, it does start tomorrow at 10 a.m. local time. Uh, Pokemon like Grimer, Drillbur, Trubbish, Pharaoh Seed, and others will appear uh, in the wild. The, the the two big draws of it is uh, Binacle, um, which is the um, absolutely uh, fantastic like coral Pokemon uh, that you know first appeared in Pokemon X and Y will be making his debut along with Shiny Trubbish. Um, but you know the yes, big thing- Shiny Trubbish. Yes. Gimme, gimme. I, I just want some shiny trash, you know, uh, casually. <laughs> I listen, collect it. Everyone's favorite dog Pokemon is finally making, <laughs> you know, getting its shiny in uh, the game. Uh, but the other thing with the sustainability no, cat. Game, Wasn't it a cat? It showed up in the cat art? No, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty it sure it's a dog. Cat. I'm pretty well, sure well, it's a dog. I mean, we dog. know it's a dog, but they, they did put it in the cat right, art. Right, but you remember Trubbish showed up in that cat art where it was like all the Pokemon cats and then Trubbish? No, I'm pretty sure those were all dogs, Jim. 
Stop. Okay, I get it. The, the joke. <laughs> the joke is terrible. No, it's it's and yet hilarious. it's still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so but the big thing that's going with the sustainability week and in weeks past, Niantic has always done this like sustainability stuff. Usually, they've like organized some big like oh everyone pick up trash. You know, they've done these like community like focus like teamed up with various nonprofits and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. the pandemic's still going on, they don't want to do that this year. So instead, they're encouraging individual acts of sustainability. And there's an entire campaign in which if you take a picture of yourself, like picking up trash or planting a tree or volunteering, um, and like there's a hashtag that you use. Um, and the more people who do that, uh, you unlock various bonuses in Pokemon Go, which, uh, you know, is is an interesting concept. We have not often had, um, we we haven't often had a you know social media campaign being used to unlock various bonuses in Pokemon Go. Um, yeah. You know, we've we've had a couple of little things that are kind of like adjacent to that, but this is the first time that we've had like a direct, um, you know, like hashtag campaign and um, you know, uh, like impact Pokemon Go. So that's that's kind of the interesting thing there. We'll see how it goes. Uh, the bars are pretty low, to be honest, um, but we'll see how it goes. Thanks. Um, what was the thing that uh, uh, I was gonna I was gonna ask because I think the the other thing too I think was a story that we just wrote. Speaking of Pokemon Go, Team Rocket gone. Yes, for the last mm-hmm. ten days they've they have disappeared um, and. Uh, with with that, it's been a uh, it, basically there's been some sort of issue involving uh, occasionally when you try to like battle a Team Rocket grunt, uh, the game will freeze up, and so they removed the feature from the game entirely. Uh, that was ten days ago, and Niantic has not provided any context or anything like that at all. Um, so that that's been really really weird. Um, uh, and yeah, it's been going on for ten days. It's it's kind of kind of screwy um mm-hmm. so the other the other uh kind of thing related to screwy stuff is the pokemon home uh is ending a lot of their compatibility with uh, older iphones so the mobile app if you have an older uh an older android device or anything like that uh it's a bunch of a handful of androids and some uh some of the older iphone models uh oh so i was thinking it was going to just be like some of the older like Nintendo devices, not thinking, right. Oh no, duh. It's not that it doesn't even work on those anymore. It works on like older actual phone devices, which makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's just the mobile stuff. The switch is fine. Uh, but yeah, so if you have an older, uh, an older smartphone, be sure to check to, you know, see if it will still be compatible with Pokemon home because you might lose out, lose out on all those mobile features, um, which is, um, yeah, you know, at, you know, like mobile is a big part of that Pokemon Home experience. So, uh, yeah. we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, how have you guys? Uh, have you guys been using Home at all? Yeah. Do you use it? Do you use it quite a bit? Not, not as much now because we're kind of like on the off cycle of the Pokemon games. Um, but you know, I, I go and use it pretty regularly. I'm trying to get a living Pokedex going. I'm missing like 30 Pokemon. Um, and, uh, yeah. So like, I, I still regularly use it cause I'm trying to like get my hands on. There's a handful of non-legendary Pokemon, like non-legendary, non-mythical Pokemon that I don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, so I, I use the, you know, I use Pokemon home to try to get my hands on some of those. Um, other than that, um, you know, I, I don't really use any of the other features at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Cause I think that like this, I, I saw, I saw some people, um, I mean, like people are always going to complain about stuff. Right. But also mm-hmm. at the same time, I think, uh, people are like, well, like they're making us pay for home and I don't really have a reason to, to use home. And it's like, well, I mean, you're paying for like the convenience of, of what home offers and so Mm -hmm. you know like i pay for extra storage in my gmail does that mean i'm going to use it all the time no but you know yeah people people need to people need to lighten up i mean yeah it's it's kind (laughs) of like you know with the pokemon bank 
you know, I, we had to pay a yearly fee on that. And uh, yeah, I don't know, like all that was, was a cloud storage thing. Like Pokemon yeah. home has a lot more compatibility. Um, you know, it's got a, you know, the full version of the GTS, um, you know, like I like the wonder trades. It's a good way of getting rid of if you're trying to breed Pokemon or if you're trying to do shiny Pokemon. Um, you know, I, I think, yeah, I think it's, I think Pokemon homes pretty, it's fine for what you're paying for. I've gotten um, like, some fun. I've gotten some fun stuff in the, the wonder trades. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Like I've, 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 I've enjoyed it. Like I'm, I'm probably on there maybe once a week. Yeah. Well, that's fair. All right, we are going to take a quick uh, 60 second break. And then when we get back, uh, we got more Pokemon fun stuff to talk about. So stay tuned. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Okay, folks. This one, I'm excited to see where this conversation goes because it is uh, <laughs> honestly not necessarily a uh, a topic that uh, I had thought about for a while until Christian brought it up. Uh, pester balls, cruel, yeah. cruel, or just? I mean, yeah. they're cruel. They're they're a hundred percent. Nine hundred percent cruel. You're punishing a Pokemon for yeah, like for for existing. For, yeah, that's yeah, that's it right there. So okay. this so this go ahead, Jim. Please, no, I was gonna please say lead I was gonna, let's, with your with, with I was gonna, lead us with your uh, context here for this. <laughs> well, no, I was going to uh, uh, g- give some context for for what pester balls are, but I'll let you go for it then. Yeah. So in the original Pokemon Snap, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm ready. Like I'm like waiting for you to like save something pro Pester Ball so I can throw Pester Balls at you. <laughs> um, in the original Pokemon Snap, uh, there are several items that you use to get tried to manipulate Pokemon into doing certain things. With the context being in Pokemon Snap, you were in their natural habitat observing Pokemon just doing what they do. What you know, and so you could throw Pokemon apples. You could you can also throw Pokemon pester balls, which pester balls basically like gassed Pokemon. Like to <laughs> to be clear, you were throwing balls filled with gas at Pokemon. It was like you were pepper balling, um, you know, uh, you're pepper gassing. Uh, is that Pokemon. is that? See, okay, here's the thing. Now, the reason why I was I thought that they were more like, um. Uh, you know, like, like sense, right? Like, like, you know, scent with the T, uh, you know, like, um, like, you know, like musk or whatever to like a- attract said Pokemon, not necessarily, no, it, uh, you know, it's specifically a noxious Pokemon them. repellent that can knock out or stun Pokemon. Um, you know, that, that's, that's the entire thing. You are, you are literally, you're literally attempting to uh, you're, like you're gassing them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. So, yeah. Geek, Life, Geek Life Live in the chat. Jim's thinking he's tossing them a blunt ball. <laughs> it's like it's like no, like yeah, like we're yeah. we're the gas that we're giving you is a pleasant gas. No, it's called a pester ball for a reason, Jim. Uh, in new Pokemon Snap, there's uh they're they're doing the media blitz and the lead up to the game, and they confirmed 
that, you know, they are, have done away with the pester ball, which we knew already. But they confirmed it, and they basically said, like the director of the game said in so many words, that the reason why was this is kind of cruel to Pokemon. Like, you know, yeah. and so, like, we have fluff root, and you can now choose to throw this harmless, you know, and they, like, have gone out of their way. Like, I'm surprised on, like, how, like, resolute they've been. It's like, listen... Fluffroot is weightless. It cannot harm a Pokemon. <laughs> so you can peg the Pokemon as much as you want with the Fluffroot and it won't actually injure them. With the implication being that like we kind of realized with Pester Balls, we were doing something awful with it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, come on. Like, like when you're like younger, like when I first played Pokemon Snap, like I threw those things like candy. Like I, you, like you just don't think about it. Like you are just so single-mindedly wanting that photo that you've been trying to get. But like now that like you consider the 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 real world and universe repercussions of like what a pester ball would be. I mean, you're essentially just throwing a smoke bomb of like tear gas at these Pokemon who are just living their best lives in their <laughs> own habitat. It's not like they came at you and were like you know, rabid and being actually like, aggressive. Like, no, you're just supposed to be like a wildlife documentarian taking photos. And like, you should just be sitting there taking what photos you can get and being happy for it. Like, there's no need to be like, okay. I mean, pestering well, these Pokemon. Yes, Jim, can we, please. Can we, give us, give yeah. us the pro-pester ball argument here. Oh, there is no pro-pester ball argument. Uh, Richard, can you pull up on screen the uh, the uh, album art for, for this week? Because I would like to talk about the design of the pester ball. Look at that thing. It is a weird disco ball looking kind of thing. Like, look, there are a lot of strange Pokeball designs. Thank you, Richard. Uh, that one? probably ranks up there as the strangest you know why it's so strange because, <laughs> because it's, it's a crowd suppressing device okay but look zen zen p uh zen pi goes we used to throw rocks at pokemon in the safari zone yeah because so. the context is you are a 10 year old <laughs> child at a zoo like i'm not excusing that behavior but <laughs> like if you've never seen a, a obnoxious 10 year old at a zoo and you know what the difference is you know the tauros come at you you know, yeah. <laughs> like, go ahead, throw a rock at a Toro. See what happens. There's a very popular phrase that I'm not allowed to repeat because it uses very strong language. But, you know, uh, it's the equivalent of mess around and find out. You know, that yeah. is... That, well, that goes is, around, comes around is basically yeah. how that is how that functions. The other thing that, like... Presumably, I mean, I know obviously in Pokemon Snap, the character, like the avatars of which you're playing, I mean, they're still like juvenile. Like they're still like, they're not like grown people. But like, if you are going with the idea that you're supposed to be a peaceful, like Pokemon photographer, you should know better than to just <laughs> like purposely go into a habitat that's not your native one and like messing around. But as we have seen in real life, humans don't always have that foresight and propensity uh, to, to remember these things. So they just kind of do what they want. Um, so yeah, I kind of wish there had been a feature in like the original Pokemon Snap that if you threw too many pester balls, they would just like like you know, just Inch you. You knock you out, electric. I, like I also throw I your also little tram off the uh, off the break the, your camera, track. Like, do something like come on. I I also think it's really hilarious um, that you know the implication here with um, you know the pester balls is that Todd Snap, well known anime character Todd Todd Snap, has no qualms about gassing Pokemon. Um, in order to get the 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 perfect the perfect shot, like Todd Snap is a, an objectively terrible person, like you know, um, just just literally the worst. I I think that's what the conclusion that we can take away with this. It's like you know, because because you you know, uh, you know, so so really, you know, so Red goes and throws stuff at Pokemon, uh, which awful, like bad on Red, and Todd Snap gasses Pokemon. Truly, these are the secret villains of the, the Pokemon universe. And there is a reason why in every subsequent Pokemon game, you have the opportunity to beat Red up like like five times. Like you are you are avenging a wrong done to the Pokemon universe here. So Todd Snap, worst character of all time.
I mean, that's that's obviously a hyperbole. <laughs> that is uh, that's a little bit much there. Does anyone have a? Uh, I'm totally going more back on my design thing. Does anyone have a favorite type of Pokeball? Um, Love ball. <laughs> that's a good one. I, I, like, I, I, say, I think the only one, the only ball that may be uglier than the Pester Ball is probably the Luxury Ball. Yeah, it's that really one gaudy. is that it's one is gaudy tacky. and gross. You don't yeah. like pearl overlay on your Pokeball? <laughs> <laughs> like that's I've always imagined. Like that's the only way to like you know like I I you know the luxury. Let's see here. I actually can't remember what the Luxury Ball looks like. Because I'm, no. I'm like, mis- I'm misremembering it with the premiere ball. Oh, the oh, luxury yeah, no. is the black one. I, like you know, weird... I actually don't hate that ball that much. Um, Which ball do you hate worse? Um, I, I don't know. I don't really think about this. I don't dislike the design. It's weird, but at least it like stands out. It's kind of like my initial thought looking at the luxury ball. It's like, oh. Okay, like I I know what ball I'm throwing. I know I instantly, you know, like oh, it's it's got like a distinctive design. I'm not going to say I it's just, a good design. I just um, don't understand why the master ball has to look like a shiny tentacle. I mean, why not? <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> I mean, why, like, just not? why does it have the pink dots on the side? I I actually I like the net ball. I think the net ball's got a, a pretty cool. Uh, uh, look to it. I like the I like the color. I like the cross, you know, kind of stitching on it. Um, but I didn't realize there were there were as many as there were. There's so many now that I'm looking at them. I'm just like, yeah, oh, a lot of them. so many of these. Okay, but well, Calder, Calder twenty seven in the chat going. It's supposed to look like Mewtwo. How? How does that look like Mewtwo? <laughs> like it's. I get it, but also. It looks more like a tentacruel. <laughs> so true. I've always associated with tentacruel. I don't. Okay. I I got I'll nothing. I've I've never given any thought. I you know none of these pokeballs are supposed to look like anything. So I've, I've never. Uh, I do agree with uh, uh, you know Calder. Uh, he says that these balls are also a great design. Those are probably my my mm-hmm. favorite. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, then again. The thing with the Beast Balls is you have to remember that they were designed like 15 years after all the other Pokeballs were designed. Like, you know, I don't think that a lot of thought was given to these, you know, a lot of the Pokeballs. I just don't think a lot of thought was given to them um, up until recently because they like, you know, are like little like they're like 10 pixels on the Game Boy. So who cares what they look like? Um you know, but the beast ball, I feel like that was like the first one which had like a really distinctive design, which makes sense because you know, they they have an in-game use. I mean, all mm-hmm. the other ones are just like you know, there's mechanical differences, but you never see them again after you chuck the ball at them. Yeah. Um, I, I do like. I, I will. I will say that one of my favorite things about the newer Pokeball designs is not the Pokeball designs themselves, but when you throw the Pokeball. Uh, there's a unique animation that comes with them, like the net ball, uh, mm-hmm. the quick ball and stuff like that. And then in the newest games, and I think they did this in the older games too, um, is when you throw out the animation, you know, you throw it out, they keep that animation. So when you throw the net ball out, you know, they, they show the little net, net animation. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, that, that's actually why, why I like using most of the newer Pokeballs over like an Ultra Ball or a Great Ball or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, well, Jim, you just robbed me of one of uh, our future conversations. So thanks a lot, <laughs> you jerk. Um, Are you just been looking at it? God, the pester balls just look so... <laughs> they just look so dumb. I, I'll be 100% honest. When we got our graphics for this episode, I was like, what is that? I was like, I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> yep. So see, there you go. Uh, all right. Oh, I'll tell you the only one. The last one is uh, the quick ball. Looks like like a superhero, uh, like a superhero ball. Basically, uh, mm-hmm. is how is is what I look when when I was looking at that one. But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that was some fun. Uh, I see. I see a lot of uh, people liking uh, the dusk ball in chat. Uh, the lux ball. Uh, you know, it's yeah. It's all right. No. 
I, uh, I, I, oh, I had something, I had something to else to contribute to this conversation, but I totally forget it. Um, so I'll save it for a future episode, and there we, we can go. have a real discussion about this that takes up the full ten minutes. Anyway, <laughs> Christian, who's uh, who's coming to Pokemon Go finally? Ah, yes, Kecleon. It's happening, people. Finally, that useless Pokemon that no one cares about, other than the fact that it's not in the game, is coming to Pokemon Go. So we can be done with the conversation forever. Uh, so wow. I, I guess I'm getting my opinion out of the way now. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Kecleon, you know, Kecleon is the chameleon Pokemon. Um, it's uh, best known for it has in the main series games, it has the ability um, that uh, when you like, you know, it gets hit by an attack. Um, uh, when, it, when it gets hit by an attack, it changes its type to uh, whatever attack is hit. It's basically, thus reducing the damage it takes. It's actually kind of a useful ability. Not that useful of an ability, uh, but, you know, whatever. When they announced the... When they released some new details about Friendship Day, which is another upcoming mini-event that Pokemon Go uh, is doing, somebody noticed that Kecleon's face was actually hidden in the graphic. So it seems that Kecleon is finally coming to Pokemon Go. Now, here's the thing about Kecleon. In Pokemon Go, because they don't have abilities, Kecleon is useless. There's no chat, discernible chat, reason. Chat, chat, the chat's revolting. They 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 also don't like Kecleon. Uh, it, well, it's just like it is a it is a Pokemon that exists. Um, <laughs> it I, like and and that's like my main issue with Pokemon Go is that you know in the games, and I'm not saying that like Kecleon is going to win any like video game championship series but he had a novel ability he's basically the that generation's version of pseudo wudo or snorlax as he is a pokemon that exists to like prevent players from moving before they get a certain item mm-hmm. um and it's fine it's fine uh but you know like no one gets why why niantic has not had kecleon in the game because there's literally no reason for it um, it's it's just so bizarre, but it looks like it's finally happening. So, Jim, what are your thoughts about Kecleon? Are you looking forward to getting this Pokemon that you probably didn't even know was missing from the game? Uh, one, I did not realize it was missing in the game. I thought Kecleon was a regional exclusive at the at, at, in anything, and so uh, yeah, I guess I'm excited to to get a Kecleon. I mean, I honestly couldn't care less. I mean, like, it is just like a weird color ability shifting lizard that has no focus or purpose in Pokemon Go aside from completing your decks. I just. But it's a pretty cute. It's a pretty cute looking Pokemon. Brought in the anime shiny version, like I've seen people saying in the comments, I would be more interested. Um, But I will say that I can just imagine like the team at like Niantic just being like, let's just mess with them. Like, let's just not include one random Pokemon and just really, really <laughs> upset the collectionists and the completionists. And they just like it, randomly used a number generator. and kept So is he going to be like, is he going to like photobomb people? We don't know yet because they haven't officially announced him yet. It's just that player people noticed that in this graphic, there's Kecleon's face. And, you know, um, you know, and 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 like you know, people people are pointing out, and and rightfully so, in the comments that you know, Kecleon is a normal type. There's no discernible reason for him to appear in a uh, a in a mini event that you know supposedly you know features grass type Pokemon. But there's Kecleon's face; it's there. Um, and you know, there's there's no getting around it. Kecleon's you know they're teasing Kecleon at long last. You know, my personal theory is that Kecleon. They're going to keep teasing Kecleon uh, like, you know, for a few months until we get like a normal type event or this was going to be the beginning of a build because, you know, at this point, it's basically like a freaking meme. Um, <laughs> I just I just it's kind of like it's kind of like with Ditto. I mean, we all remember mm-hmm. when Pokemon Go first came out and Ditto wasn't in the game and people like did all sorts of crazy stuff trying to find mm-hmm. Ditto. And then it just turned out they're like, yeah, we just didn't put Ditto in the game. Uh, that was like there it's like no no hidden easter egg just no ditto um <laughs> and so i think that you know 
Kecleon was kind of the same thing where it's just like we don't know really how like the best like bring in Kecleon because Kecleon is very dependent on its ability. And so, mm. you know, but there are uh, plenty there are plenty of Pokemon in Pokemon Go that are totally useless that no one's ever going to use anyway. So this is this is why Kecleon's like exclusion was so weird. Um, and, and like they did the same thing for Spinda for a while, because yeah. in the main series game, Spinda always has a different pattern. And so like the big thing is every Spinda you catch is unique. And then they're like, yeah, we're not putting Spinda in the game. And then they're randomly like, oh yeah, we are going to put Spinda in the game. He's going to have 10 different patterns. And that was like, what? Aren't you, you know, aren't, don't you like how we came up with, you know, uh, bridging the gap there? And everyone's like, why did you wait like a year for this Pokemon to show up if that was going to be your solution? And so I'm really curious if they do something with Kecleon. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, it, there is a website, and I'm not going to name the website by name here because I'm going to engage in some very light trash talk, uh, that like literally every event, they're like, I think Rivals Week is a good way to bring in Kecleon. Like, I think <laughs> Sustainability Week will be when we first seen Kecleon show up. And they've been like, oh, for like 96. Like, it's, I, I, at this point, like, if not for the fact that, you know, their website is basically like, let's throw as much stuff against the wall to see if it fits. I would think that it was like a running joke of theirs. Um, <laughs> so I'm very glad that that is, that is going away. Um, like, you know, the speculation is finally gone. I'll just say Kecleon is just a really weird hill to die on for Niantic. Like, really is. like, um, okay. okay. Yeah. They've, they've been, fine. they've been holding it back for like three years. Like it's, it's, it's really, Really bizarre. When you take a look at like what Pokemon they have, they have had, they have struggled with. It always cracks me up. It's like Clamperl. Clamperl is another one where it's like we don't know what to do with branching evolutions. It's like, <laughs> and it's like you don't. You you literally had it as a core part of the game. It's like we don't know what to do with this Pokemon that uses you know various items to evolve. It's like how what what is going on? It's like. Like Clamper, like uh, Ninkeda is another one. It's like Ninkeda, we don't know what to do with that. And it's like, you know, and so they just like keep them aside and like don't really do anything with them. And it's just so, so strange and a little, little sad. Um, well, so, but the list of Pokemon that are missing from Go are, um, is, I mean, is it's pretty small. Pretty, it's point. really small at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's uh, so. I mean, this is the last Hoenn Pokemon, uh, like four years after uh, the Hoenn <laughs> Pokemon were introduced, that's been released. So that finally completes the Hoenn decks. And then um, I think we have all, I can't remember if we have all the Sinnoh Pokemon or not. Um, missing, I'll just missing Pokemon yeah. and Pokemon Go. Um, especially, yeah, but I mean, I like, I like, I know the list, I know the list is small, and so it'd be interesting to see how they uh just how they approach it you know yeah we are still missing a couple of Sinnoh pokemon um and they're they're but it's all it's all mythical pokemon it's um uh fion man uh uh shaman and uh arceus and then you know we still have some anova uh 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 unova pokemon missing um that they've slowly been introducing um over time like we just got tynamo here yeah. not too long ago so you know th- it's weird because they're allegedly rolling out uh you know kalos pokemon but we still have some gen 5 pokemon that are still yeah. like in the process of being introduced so I, I i don't understand any of this i know rcs is it was like in the loading screen art uh for for go but do we do we really think we're gonna they're gonna put him in the game i'll be interested you want to catch Pokemon God? Here you go. <laughs> right? Like, there's no way. Like, if there was one, if there's one Pokemon that they cannot put in the game, All it right. has to be that one. So, so let's, let's actually let's Pokemon actually talk add. about let's actually talk about the no, Megan. Our, the our, last po the last Pokemon they're going to add is Ash Ketchum. No, the last no, Pokemon they'll add is Arceus, and then he Jim, will you are, <laughs> Jim, do not make me and Megan have another like tribal council to vote you off the podcast. Because comments like that, that's how you get kicked off the podcast right there. Um, oh, come on. That was a good one. I made myself laugh really well. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> 
Like, no, the the whole Arceus okay, thing. Okay, so, Ar- so Arceus. There's uh, no way he's coming to the game. Well, okay, so the, the, the entire he's in the loading screen is mainly there are some brush strokes in, a, in the digital loading screen that vaguely resemble Arceus. And, you know, I it could be an Easter egg. Like, I can see the resemblance. Like, I'm not going to say it doesn't. It looks just like him. What it do you doesn't mean it look bears just resemblance. Like him. It bears resemblance. No, I I stand by what I said. I'm my 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 words are accurate. Yours are not. Megan, I mean, break the tie. Is it him or not? I mean, I'd say it's him. I mean, Thank but no, no, it's not him. It's <laughs> it looks like him. It's kind of like when like Jesus appears on your toast. <laughs> oh, God. It, I mean, that's is. exactly what it is because it's Pokemon <laughs> God, like the like Jesus Cheetos, like when people throw <laughs> Cheetos that look like. Like the, you know, the, the, the prototypical Western view of Jesus. <laughs> this is, this is that. Yeah. Well, that, I, that is an excellent comparison. And it's not even something like with Kecleon's face hidden in the background where you zoom in, you're like, oh, that's legitimately Kecleon's face. He's invisible. This is just a bunch of, you know, you know, brush strokes that kind of resemble Arceus's general form. Um, you know, so, so the, Proof is not really in the pudding, unless you believe that looking at pudding, you know, causes random shapes to actually look like Arceus. It's it's just, you know, we have to, I, I feel very strongly about stating facts here. And there's nothing that says that Arceus definitely has appeared in the loading screen. You know, it's, it, it could be coincidence. Okay. Okay. But, okay. But, the, but that, the unre- that's unrelated to the point of will Arceus ever make it into the game? And there's yeah, no, and he, just, he will. They're going to. They're gonna, you know when they're going to. They're you know when they're going to release him. They're going to release him when Pokemon Legends Arceus comes out. No, I don't think so. You don't. Oh, they definitely that. will. In they some, they definitely or, will. Or I like the idea in the comments. Somebody has said that they might you know end up putting Arceus in there as like an unbeatable raid, like when Mewtwo first appeared. Like you couldn't actually like really beat him very well. Like uh in a was it Sword, Sword and Shield? Oh, yeah, and no. the Sword and Shield raids, the max raids. Yeah, the Sword, where... and, the Sword and Shield oh, yeah. raids. Uh, yeah, the Sword and Shield raids where you couldn't actually get Mewtwo. Like, you would just be like, oh, there he is, and then eventually, you know, yeah. around. Uh, so I feel like that might be kind of the situation that they have to do for Pokemon Go because that would be a very strange situation otherwise. Uh, but I do definitely believe he will be showing up in some sort of promotional tie-in. I mean, if not, they are really not doing well <laughs> they, they're really missing a solid opportunity there for some synergy yeah and i don't, I don't think it's gonna happen i don't think i so. mean okay jim you're you're really having a wrong day today um <laughs> i mean know, yeah Trump sure it makes ball, sense anti-arceus um or arceus or however you pronounce it um it's yeah the trailer for legends that yeah that the trailer for Legends straight up said how to say Arceus. Oh. Um, uh, anyways, I'm not. We're not going to get into another pronunciation argument today. I'm, <laughs> I'm tired. It's Although, Monday. I do love uh, you know calling on what about Golden Ho or Crystal Onyx? Like I, I still think, waiting. I'm I'm still <laughs> waiting for my Shadow uh, Lugia. Like I know. am. I am shocked that one of those like that one of those was not like a an April Fool's gag. Or or like or or a, a super limited time like April Fool's event, right? Like I he shows feel, up, you get it in the game, and then like and then like April second rolls around, and it's just a regular ass. Oh, uh, they they people people would riot. Jim. <laughs> they would literally riot. No, I do think that you know because Pokemon Go does the costume Pokemon. I think some of those stuff, you know, some of these like alternate colorings like these weird variations that we've only seen in the animes i think they're more likely to appear um you know um uh but that's just my 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 two cents there like i i think that that stuff could certainly appear in pokemon go um i mean if they have bowtie lapras coming up why not anything's possible that's true all right christian give us the uh pokemon fact of the week this is so. This week's Pokemon uh, Poke Fact of the Week is one of the weirder ones I've read, just because it's just so it's so bizarre. Moltres apparently is a like is like the Groundhog Day is like the you know like the Groundhog Day of of uh of Pokemon. 
when Moltres appears, that is a sign that spring has come. Apparently, Moltres is a migratory bird. And according to the Super Smash Brothers series, which is like the really funny thing, <laughs> like what? according to Super Smash Brothers, you know, when Moltres arrives in the sky, spring is coming soon. And it's like, is that because he's like superheating? Like the <laughs> atmosphere, like by his presence, like I, there's so much I just don't get about like, and this is something that has come up in multiple Super Smash Brothers games. Like, maybe multi- in that universe, maybe in the Super Smash universe or the multiverse, however so they collide. Weird. That is, that is, that is the truth. Yeah. That is very strange though, I will admit. I yeah, and also... That. And and also, so, like, I guess I can kind of get it, like, you know, because uh, Moltres is a roaming legendary Pokemon, like, you know, many other, you know, legendary Pokemon. Um, and so, like, I, I think maybe, but no, it doesn't even make sense in that context, because when they first brought this up in the in Super Smash Brothers, Moltres, I don't think, was a roaming legendary. I don't think... Mm. I'm trying to think if the like the timeline works out or not. I don't think it does. Okay. Well, here here's here's a, 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 a tiny factoid that kind of makes a little bit of sense, right? So uh in silver, mm-hmm. this legendary bird Pokemon is said to bring early spring okay. to the wintry lands it visits okay. because it's so hot. Okay. So it is so warm ah. that it is it is basically to wherever it goes. It's saying, "All right, winter, you're out of here. I'm here, and it's about to it's about to get warmed up." So okay, there's there there is the tie-in. I missed the silver Pokedex. Yeah, that, it is know. literally is the only okay. one out of all of the games. Oh, it's, I guess I uh, no, I guess it's in Diamond and Pearl. Uh, uh, one of the legendary bird Pokemon said his appearance indicates the coming of spring. Uh, yeah, but it, but like even then, like that doesn't necessarily make sense. The silver one. Yeah, so it is. It is literally Moltres causes global warming and thus an early spring. (laughs) Although I love the this totally macabre one where it's basically like if this Pokemon's injured, it's said said to dip its body in molten magma. Like what? Oh, it's because it's primordial flame, you know. So it it makes sense in that context, you know. uh, Only uh, from you know from flame, uh, you know. (laughs) <laughs> Since it came came from flame to flame, it must return. Um, I don't know. The you know, like I, <laughs> I wish we could have like a do over of some like the mythology of the, these Pokemon. Like, if there's one thing that going through the Pokedex like week by week has taught me, it's like you know we could really have like a lot of fun with some of these Poke uh, like Pokemon, especially just like lean into some like the weirder aspects instead of like you know like I I don't know like. It's just kind of like like Tauros is like you know he has two horns on his head. It's like we know that. Like give us something cooler. Like like Vaporeon shoots water from its mouth. We've seen that. It's in every freaking game. That's what Water Gun is. It's like there's just <laughs> so many lame like poke you know like Pokedex entries that could just be so much cooler. Like I don't know. Like hire me to rewrite some of these Pokedex entries. I I will <laughs> I will bring the the proper weirdness that the these Pokemon allow. Um. Uh, people are now arguing over whether or not Moltres is a phoenix. Um, you know, interestingly, uh, give me one second, because there's there's actually something that ties into this. Um, uh, Moltres uh, could be a you know. So there's there's uh, some debate as to whether uh, Moltres you know is a phoenix or not. Uh, it is a flaming bird, which is a phoenix. You know, however, um, you know. Uh, you know, there's uh, you know, there, there's there's lots of different firebirds in there. Um, one of the you know more interesting ones is there's the the vermilion bird, um, which is another like firebird, but it is mm-hmm. you know that actually really resembles what Moltres looks like. If you ever like look at what um, you know Moltres looks like and compare it to this um, you know, uh, it's it's called uh, Suzaku. It's a Japanese mythical bird, and um, you know, that's probably what Moltres is based off of and is not a, a actual Phoenix. Um, you know, we, we know that, you know, like, oh, probably is closer um, to what True. what what the Phoenix represents as, you know, that that Pokemon specifically has like rebirth and, you know, death and all that stuff like, you know, in its in its mythology. Um, yeah. uh, so that's that is the and, and specifically, you know, uh, ho 
yeah, Ho, Ho actually is very much like the the, the Phoenix. Moltres mm -hmm. is probably just a a different Firebird. Like you know, uh, the Firebird myth is pretty common throughout different cultures, but not every Firebird is a Phoenix. And that is you know my rant about mythology. All right. Uh, well, I do want to take some time. Like, look, reviews have been rolling in red hot. Mm -hmm. And so I appreciate everyone taking the time uh, to, to, to do that. So I'm going to go through some of them, uh, some of them here uh, really quick, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Uh, this one's from MA14. I hate when people mispronounce uh, Nido King Queen. Uh, my friend mispronounced the name of the Nidos, and I told him I bet no one pronounces it like that. And then I heard it on this podcast. I cracked up. Thanks for the Daily Go news. I hope I get shiny luck for leaving a review. I hope you get shiny luck as well. It's very clearly it. Nido. It's very clearly Nido King and Nido Queen. I don't know how else you would say that, but that's it. I'm not. We're not just going any, any longer than that. Uh, let's see. This one's from J Calho Ten. Amazing podcast. This has been by far my favorite podcast to listen to while at work. They are a hilarious trio and look forward to the new episode each week. I love the Pokemon fact of the week. Keep up the great work. And I have to say, on a side note, not a big fan of Bulbasaur. Geodude is cool though. Got it. Wow. Had to get that. Yeah. Had to get that. Bul that Bulbasaur dig in there. That's fine. There I mean, plenty. when did you leave? When did you leave that review, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> had to do uh, it. Here we go. Another one from Green Illusion 05. No T-shirt, just a review. I'm a genuinely new Pokemon fan who came in with the Go crowd. Let's Go Eevee was my first mainline game. And from that point on, I was hooked. This podcast was my first gateway into the larger Pokemon world. And it has been such a joy to listen uh, to you three every week. You have great chemistry and your tangents are, and relentless taunting of Jim are the highlight of my day. Jim is a massive Inteleon fan. I appreciate the struggle of defending an unappreciated Pokemon like Geodude. Bulbasaur is great, as is Vaporeon. Scizor is objectively better than Scyther, and Go's capture of a poisoned, half-fainted Suicune basically uh, actually makes sense based on the games. I would recommend this to any Pokemon fan. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Green Illusion 05. And the last one is from Zephyr Wind Spirit. Five stars for a random find on Pandora Podcast. Hey, now. I started listening to your podcast backwards from 101. Zephyr is a brand new listener. Welcome, Zephyr. And I am highly enjoying what I've heard so far. Finishing up episode 100, I'm about to start back from the beginning. I've been a fan of Pokemon since I was 13 years old and starting off a Pokemon Red and Blue in the long past. My only complete Pokedex uh, on game is Platinum. My favorite Pokemon is definitely Lugia, but I'm definitely a Dragon-type lover. Keep up the great work, Zephyr. Heck yeah. Welcome to the team. Yeah. yeah. There we go. All right. Well, there it is. Another week in the can. Thanks for everyone uh, who watched. You can watch us live every week on Twitch, 12 noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, mm -hmm. 5 p.m. over the pond. And uh otherwise find this podcast where a podcast can be found look someone found it listening to pandora's podcast stuff on random i'll well, take it i'll take it that means that I'll we're getting it. into circulation more anywhere yeah. any we can you can find the show anywhere podcasts can be found so uh like i said the best way to if you're looking for ways to support the show obviously follow at pokemon pod cb retweet anytime we go live or uh, we share a whole bunch of pokemon news there but also to just tell a friend and like i said like everyone else who has done already leave a review it's one of the best ways uh to help support the show we appreciate uh every single one of you guys and we look forward to uh, talking to you guys next week so see you all later, folks.